It's All About Affect by D. Brown, September 17, 2015. What a great fortune that the URL affectautism.com was available. I thought of the name during one of my DIR certificate courses. In the videos I've seen, Dr. Greenspan spoke so eloquently about affect within the relationship with a primary caregiver. We aim to positively and respectfully affect the verb or promote, support, and guide our child's growth and development using affect the noun. I was long familiar with the concept of relationship from my studies of Dr. Gordon Neufeld's developmental attachment model for parenting, even before my son's brain inflammation. So when I stumbled upon the developmental individual differences relationship-based DIR model, I knew this was the model for my family. It fit in line so well with Dr. Neufeld's work. Affect equals emotion. One of my course readings really solidified the concept of affect within the caregiver-child relationship. Dr. Greenspan talks about the affective reciprocal interaction between caregiver and child and its importance in development. For those of you keen on reading more, the full paper can be found on the DIR Floor Time main website. Link is posted. Affective equals emotional experience. Reciprocal equals back and forth. Interactions equals between parent and child. Disclaimer regarding neurodiversity and Dr. Greenspan's writings. Sadly, Dr. Greenspan passed away before the neurodiversity movement really took hold but his colleagues are sure he would have readily embraced it. He was a psychiatrist who was trained and worked in a medical model that is heavily driven by deficit-based philosophy. This came through in his older writings. However, what he presented the world was a very different way of thinking about early childhood development and autism. While he was presenting it from medical model lens, in many ways he was challenging that model from the inside out and was incredibly progressive in his approach at that time. He promoted a strengths-based model that focuses much more on acceptance and not on normalization. This did develop over time, and the Interdisciplinary Council on Development and Learning, the home of DIR Floor Time, works hard to listen to and integrate the perspectives of self-advocates into their curriculum, materials, and practice. So what the heck is the affect diathesis hypothesis? Diathesis is just a predisposition to something. The affect diathesis hypothesis is about the connection between affect and different processing capacities. Dr. Greenspan postulated that children diagnosed on the autism spectrum could have some predisposition due to biologically based processing to not connecting affect or intent to their motor planning and sequencing capacities and symbol formation. For now, let's just call motor planning, sequencing capacities and symbol formation learning. That is, because they are predisposed to not connect affect with learning, it's very difficult to have affective interactions in a neurotypical way. This is why autism was originally characterized as children without emotion. It's not that they didn't have emotion, it's that they didn't engage in affect with others in a reciprocal way in which Dr. Greenspan posited underlies social learning and development. Dr. Greenspan said there is a distinction, though, between the capacity to engage and the capacity for effective reciprocal interactions. He believed a lack of them leads to erupting intense, catastrophic emotional responses. 
It's hard to symbolize unmodulated extreme feelings without them, meaning you miss out on the stages of human development that progress to emotional capacities and higher learning that enable communication of your needs to function in the world. At that time, it was not accepted that affect was key for development. He shone light on this and gave us a roadmap for understanding how we can use that channel into the brain to promote growth and development. This misconception that autistic children are not able to engage in loving relationships is false. Many autistic children withdraw because the interactions are aversive to them due to their sensory profiles. If parents can determine their child's sensory profile and tailor their interaction to their child's needs, loving and warm engagement follows. There is a link to sensory profiles from the SPD Foundation or Sensory Processing Disorders. In other words, Dr. Greenspan said that being affectionate and engaging with you is only the first step. The next step is to build the capacity to have ongoing circles of verbal or nonverbal communication on a consistent basis to facilitate problem solving and thinking, allowing the child to develop their skills for meaningful communication and self-advocacy. Through our emotional interactions is how we learn. Learning has always been looked at as separate from emotions but it is lived emotional experiences that influence how we can problem solve, reflect, and think. We apply what we learn emotionally to our cognitive world. Similarly, we can only feel empathy if someone has shown us empathy. Also, we can only feel love, closeness, and intimacy if someone has been this way with us. For symbolic formation to occur, Dr. Greenspan said that you need both perception and action. That is, you have a capacity for imagery and then combine it with intentions. Only then can you have symbolic meaning. This is a challenge for children who have catastrophic reactions because they cannot tie their overwhelming emotion with their reality. So imagine this, take the perspective of your child if you can. I feel this huge catastrophic emotional reaction and it is just that. I do not have a symbolic image in my mind and or I cannot see that I have an intention to do something about it. Capacity for effective reciprocity enables regulation of behaviors and mood. And then you can use affect as a signal so that when you feel an emotion coming on, you recognize it and then can consider alternate actions to a catastrophic all or none reaction. This is not to say that all catastrophic all or none reactions are due to this challenge. Certainly many catastrophic reactions are a result of trauma when signals are ignored and people are not listening to you. This is a separate issue. DIR floor time only encourages respectful, loving, warm and nurturing interactions where we attune to our child. And it is child-led. This is why DIR floor time is the best choice for your child. It teaches you how to get those circles of communication as they are called the affective reciprocity the back and forth interaction with your child that need not be verbal, that are such an important part of development. Now, how many adults are not able themselves to use affect as a signal to adjust their own behavior? Perhaps it's even us as parents. And yet we expect this from our children at their current stage of development, no matter their age. It's really something to think about. The DIR model addresses every one of these issues in such a straightforward, logical manner. It shows us how to take one step at a time and just be human. Our affect makes us human.
We will get into all of this at Affect Autism. I'm going to help parents grasp these concepts so they are in your back pocket. Together, we'll help our children move along that developmental ladder as well as help each other in the process. So next time, we are going to start to delve into what this developmental ladder is exactly. It is the basis for moving forward. Until next week, here's to affecting autism through playful interactions.